0: Hello, friends. It's a great day on the podcast. I am Becky and so excited to be launching season two of Rooted in God's Word. This season is all about courageous pioneer women. And yes, that is you. You were created to make a difference in this world and to pave the way for others. This podcast season, I am interviewing women just like you who are consumed with the call of God on their lives and are learning to quickly obey God and go wherever he tells them to go. I am praying this conversation encourages you and plants a little of the pioneering spirit inside of you. Are you ready? Here we go.
1: I am so excited today to welcome my friend, Stacey Ballard. Welcome.
2: Hi, great to be here.
1: We have just been chatting prior to this recording and actually finding out so many ways that our paths have crossed. So Mm -hmm. it's it's just been fun. I am really excited what you are going to hear today. I, I just really believe that God has something that he wants to plant into your heart, just through a word or through a phrase in our conversations. So Daisy, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Just introduce yourself, give us your bio, your family, all that good stuff.
2: Sure. My name is Stacy Bellward and my husband and I have been married for 21 years this year. We have two girls. They're um, a senior this year. Okay, all the moms out there with seniors know there's lots of emotion <laughs> going on in my heart this year. And my, my second daughter is a junior and our oldest I was born in Ethiopia. I'll talk a little bit more about that later, but I um I love studying and teaching the Bible. Um, I work right now for connected families. We are a Christian parenting nonprofit, so I do a lot of parenting workshops at mops groups and churches and writing online courses and hosting a podcast and um loving it so much. And so that's what I'm about right now. That is awesome.
1: Well, so good to have you here. So I am, I'm I'm writing this curriculum or have written this curriculum. And actually most of the, of our listeners have the book right in their hand. Awesome. And and so I am going to just ask you when you hear the words, courageous pioneers,
2: what comes to your mind? Oh, courageous pioneers. I think of men and women who have all in obedience, Mm -hmm. they are just All in. They are people like Corrie Ten Boom from World War II, who was all in to save the Jews um, with her life, Or, or I think also about the woman Lillian Trasher. You probably know her, Becky. She was the missionary who went to Egypt to a suit Egypt. I think she landed in Egypt in like 1910. And she ran an orphanage and cared for hundreds of children in Ethiopia, not Ethiopia, in Egypt. And wow. she did that all by faith donations. She wow. just, in fact, her, her testimony is when she first became a Christian, she said to Jesus, if ever I can do anything for you, won't you let me know? Oh, that's oh, man. All. <laughs> And she left a fiance and said, God is calling me to Egypt. And that's where she lived out the rest of her life. That is all in obedience. And that's what I think of when I think of courageous pioneers. Well,
1: I think women may just listen to that and then go, oh, then I'm disqualified. So Ooh, what yeah. would you say to them? Yeah.
2: You know, I know those are the extreme stories that people write books, you know, about those folks and film movies. Um, but I think there's a part of all of us that, you know, if we if we think we are courageous painters or not, God is calling us to that. And one of the ways that I think about that in our daily life is is, is this is people who are hungry for more. They want more, uh-huh. they want more of God. They want prayers that are just rending heaven. They want, they want to get more out of their Bible reading and their Bible study. They just want more of God's kingdom to come down to earth. And, and I also think this, I think, so those people are people that have a fear of missing out, Becky. Okay. <laughs> you no, know, Hear me out. Right. People who our pioneers, courageous pioneers, they don't want to miss out on what God is doing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they want to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. And so they're, they're hungry for where is God moving and how can I be a part of what God is doing? Oh man, that is
1: so good. Yeah. (laughs) You hear FOMO, you know, there's a bad thing, but now Uh I will not, I will not think of it the same. It's like, I want to I do not want to miss out on anything that God might be calling me to.
2: That's right. And God is always at work, always at work around us. So we can just look and see where is he at work? I want to be there, God, because I want to be part of what you're doing.
1: Well, I know in the Bible study, we've got this list of characteristics and nouns and verbs for courageous pioneers and, and you're all out is like right in that list. Um, Any other, the other words just resonate in you?
2: Yeah people who take risks, who are just ready to set, set the status quo aside. People who are looking at the old patterns and are just not happy with the old ways. And when I say old ways, I'm not talking about tradition. I'm talking about flesh. I'm talking about sinful things, you know, that are going on and like, no, I want change in my life because Um, I want to live in a more courageous way for God, Um, moving mountains, right? Affecting change in my family so that I can break the patterns that are destroying us maybe, or holding us back from the fullness, the abundant fullness of what God has. That's what I would say.
1: Now, you had mentioned earlier that Sarah, Esther, Hannah, Deborah. Deborah yeah. kind of is your girl. What what is it about Deborah that you just connect
2: with? You know, Deborah was in the judges period and I love studying the Bible. I studied the book of Judges for a long time at a certain period of my life, which um is something. And so Deborah, you know, she was really a judge. A lot of the other judges of that period, I kind of think of them like superheroes that came in and they fought battles and things. She sat under the tree and people came to her with her things. And so the thing that I love about Deborah is I think, you know, she must have had to really hone her ear, her sensitivity to hear the voice of the Lord in her life. And so she did that by sitting, you know, under the tree and like, I'm sure, right. I can just picture it like, Lord, wow. Wow. <laughs> This couple has an issue in their marriage. What do you want me to tell them? You know, and she would listen and and practice. I guess that's the word that I think of. She had to have practiced hearing the voice of the Lord so that when the time came and the Lord told her, you need to call up the, you know, the top official of the land and tell him he needs to go to war. Boom. She could just do it because she had practiced hearing and she could trust it and move. And so, I mean, that's just one of the things I had a, I had an artist actually draw a picture of Deborah under the tree for me. Only I had her standing up with a big sword and right. A big sword. So she was a warrior and I want to be like Deborah.
1: Oh my word. As you were describing Deborah, now I've studied Deborah because I was writing, you know, so much about her. Yeah. You just gave me a new picture when you were talking about all day long, she heard problems. I'm like, sometimes we don't want to call our friend because we're like, she's just going to tell me all her problems again. You know, can you imagine being that woman who at one, I mean, lines of people with problems now are lining up to talk to you. And what they really need is to hear what God's saying to them. That's right. You know, and so that's through her Mm -hmm. who said she had to have had her ears tuned in to him. That's right. Oh my
2: word. And I know from life we don't just do that. It's not an overnight thing. It's not like, oh, God just gave me the word, you know. That it, it takes practice. Yeah.
1: How have you learned to tune your ear to God's voice?
2: Yeah, I practice. I I you know, parenting is really amazing to be able to practice because um I'm also a certified coach and um a life and leadership coach and so I work hard to listen to what people are saying and ask questions instead of telling. And so as I was um, training to be a coach, I, I wanted to incorporate that in with my kids. Okay. But I knew I wanted to listen to God first yeah. so that I had his words to say at the right time to my kids. And so I, so I would, um, something would happen in our, you know, it, it, say in the living room or something, and I would pause, Lord. What do you want me to do right here? And then I would just do it. So I just went on the assumption. I'm asking God. God hears me. I know he hears me. He's with me. I just, so whatever came into my mind, as long as it was lined up with scripture. Okay. I'm going to say it. I think a lot of times I got it right. I'm sure sometimes I didn't, but I was practicing. Okay, Lord, I'm asking, and I believe you're going to give me what I should do or say in this moment. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how it so is.
1: so good hey i want to hear more of your story i uh, yeah. i asked you to prep that for me you know just just let us know how are you pioneering today how have you before but give us your story yeah.
2: yeah you know so one of the times in my life when i think about hearing the voice of the lord and what it looked like to be a courageous pioneer was way back when we i was just a, a couple of years married and you know i love i love the next big adventure and what i didn't tell everyone in my bio is that i was a missionary kid so i have lived overseas a lot of my life before we got married and i also didn't say that my husband is scottish so we have a cross cultural marriage and so when we got married we had We actually said in our program, we said, don't give us presents, just give us money to pay off Stacy's student loans so that we can go and be in the mission field. Okay. I had this perfect plan for what our life was going to be like. We were going to be out on the mission field and, you know, moving mountains for God. And here we were. So we got married. We came, we were in Minnesota and my husband had this great job and, oh man, I was so uncontent. I was crying to God all the time, like, Lord, when are you going to speak to me and give me the next thing that we're supposed to be about? And, um, and so I was going to a church and we went to the ladies conference and it was a three-day retreat. And the woman speaking was speaking on the story of Peter and Peter walking on the water. So Peter in the boat and the whole weekend, like the whole thing is building and she kept, you know, it was all get out of the boat get out of the boat. Kind of like the theme of this Bible study, right? Let's be pioneers. Like go for it. You can do it. And I'm sitting there and I was grumpy the whole time. And I was just like a 12 year old whiner to God. Like, I'm sure God had a sign. No whining, please. Cause I was just like, come on, God, just tell me, tell me where to get out of the boat because you know, I'm going to be there. I'm going to do it. I will get out of the boat. And, um, and I was just sassy. And it got to the very end. And I heard so clearly, God say to me, Stacy, what if get out of the boat means have a baby? Bam! It was just like mic drop for me. I start bawling, and I was like, "No, Lord, that's not the plan. That's not the plan yet. We're not. I'm not ready for that yet. Like, no, it's supposed to be the name of a country. That's what this is supposed to be like, you know. And I think that so. So many of us have this picture of our lives. This is what it is supposed to be like. These are the things that I'm good at these are, you know, this is the category that I fit into and I feel safe in, and I know I can do it because I've got skills there or, you know, whatever. We have these boundaries that we feel really good about. Like this is where we should be. And what if God says, (laughs) I want to take you out of that box. (laughs) That was my story. That was my story. And so, you know, I went home and I couldn't even tell my husband what happened for like three days. (laughs) No, I was wrestling with God. Like, what Um, do you have the right to mess up the picture of what I had for my life? Oh, my word.
1: How many of us have said that? I mean, we won't admit that we said it, but how many of us have really said that?
2: Yes. And so that day and, you know, and those days, that was. God asking me, will you submit? Will you submit to my good plans and purposes? And um, as you know from my bio, we went forward and God showed up in lots of different ways to confirm that we were to walk the path of adoption in Ethiopia, which was a beautiful way that the Lord brought the world to us and all of those relationships. And so there's so many good things when we walk in obedience, you know, and out of that has come one of my life verses, which is Ephesians 2:10. for you are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which who, which I have prepared before the beginning of the world, yeah. that verse, yeah. like I could paint it on every wall of my house. It speaks to us. It it speaks to who I am. I am God's workmanship. He put the skills and the giftings and all of the things in me, so I can rest in that. And He prepared good works. So good. And Becky, that says to me, like I don't have to break down doors. Oh. I don't have to force my way in. Yeah. I don't. You know, I just have to step in obedience. Yeah. To the assignments that God gives us. And adoption, having a baby, starting our family was one of them. You know, yeah.
1: a friend of mine was talking about Ephesians, um, 210, 210. Yeah. And, um, and she said, you know, it says prepared ahead of time for you. Yes. Good works prepared ahead of time for you. Kind of like that verse in one, one, Psalms 139 that says, mm-hmm. um, every day is written in his book. Yeah. And, and she said, you know, so let's just picture a story written in heaven, good works prepared ahead of time for you, that Lord's prayer fits right in Lord on earth, as it is in heaven. Amen. Like, that's the story. I, I don't want to someday look at the real of what my life could have been the video in yes. heaven of what my life could have been and go, you wanted me to do that. That seemed too scary. That mm-hmm. seemed too outrageous. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to have a baby.
2: Yeah. yeah, Right. Yeah. Oh, my word. That is so good. There's just something about, you know, being able to look back, though, and just see, and I believe wholeheartedly now, God's plans are always bigger, are always more adventurous, are more fulfilling to us than anything that we could ever imagine. And it comes back to what what I said in the beginning, like, I don't want to miss out on that. I don't want half of what God had for me. Yeah. I want all of it. It does not always look like adoption. It does not always look like, you know, going to Egypt. Um, it looks all different for each person.
1: Yeah. All in, you know, Mm -hmm. I had sent to you a whole bunch of Mark Batterson quotes from his book all in which is just an amazing book. Yeah. That's the title of the book. And I, um, I think this quote was from that book. Um, And you picked the one that says this, the heavenly father is preparing good works in advance with your name on them. Isn't that, that's that Ephesians verse. That's
2: right. He
1: is ordering our footsteps and he is able to do immeasurably immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, but we can't just play defense. We have to play offense. We have to follow Jesus.
2: That's right. That's right. We have to take steps. We have to step out in fear, you know, push past that. And, you know, for me, it's, I want the better. I want the better of what God has for me. You know, I think about even in marriage, you know, in our daily lives, being a courageous pioneer could simply be saying, yes, God, I will obey you when you tell me to go and apologize to my husband. Mm. I will obey you and I will learn how to not speak right away, to hold back my reactions and wait and hear the voice of the Lord before I speak, you know, in a lecturing, whatever, with my children. I will do that because I want the more and I want the better of what you have for me. In our family life and in my life and, and, and I know, and, you know, Becky, that is going to lead to the next things Yes, to the next assignment that God has for us. Yes, And, you know, in the middle of that phrase that Mark Batterson said, it was, he's able to do immeasurably more, yeah. immeasurably more that comes out of Ephesians too. And that just speaks to me. Like if I can, if, if I obey and apologize to my husband, God has Big. He has so much for us that we we can't even imagine it. I I I love Ephesians. I studied that. I actually wrote on my notebook, I can't pray big enough. Mm-hmm. Wow. I can never pray big enough. I actually can't even believe big enough because it's saying it's not even in my mind. Yeah. Like I can't even comprehend at all. I have nothing to give to. What God has planned for me, yeah. Okay, we're just back to <laughs> FOMO again. I don't want to miss out on that. I want to obey more,
1: immeasurably more, immeasurably yes. More. Oh my yes.
2: Word. And word my is fear possible. is going to hold me back, yeah. My disobedience and not doing it, not stepping out through that fear or you know. Being so risk averse that I, I don't want to go there is going to hold me back from all that. Yeah. Just is. <laughs>
1: that's so good. Yeah. I love your story. A Thank baby. You. I mean, we're begging God for that word, and He says, a baby. Yeah. <laughs> for you. No, a country.
2: <laughs> yeah. 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 He gets to change the plan.
1: Uh-huh.
2: He gets to change the plan. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so good. Well, just in closing, how would you encourage um, that listener just just through your experiences? what, What would you just like to highlight here?
2: Yeah, you know, I think it's exciting and I don't want to miss out on what God has for me, but I think ingrained into the process of being a courageous pioneer, someone that steps out and wants the more and the better and is just hungry for God is that when he asks us to do Things that are scary, that are outside of the box that we talked about. Uh, there's a crisis of belief, and that phrase was coined by Henry Blackaby long time ago in the in the Bible study called Experiencing God. But I have experienced it every single time. Wow. It's the questions. Um, can I do this? Are you sure, God? Like, I, I am I able? I don't think I'm able. I don't think I actually have the skill set. Someone else is better than me. Like, we can talk ourselves down into the size of an ant really fast. Yeah. Um, or we we love to hold on to our offenses, or you know, the things that we use to protect ourselves. I'm you know, I'm thinking about asking for forgiveness or holding back our words or whatever it is. We have reasons to not obey and all of that is called a crisis of belief uh-huh. and we have to push through that uh-huh. because we want the immeasurably more that god has for us
1: yeah oh yeah. wow i love that i had forgotten that was a uh, henry blackaby
2: uh-huh.
1: uh, i remember how it impacted me back way back when when that book first came out and we studied it
2: yeah You're wonderful, Becky. I love this. I can't wait to go through the Bible study. It'll be fantastic. I know.
1: I know. I'm actually looking forward to it too. It's funny because I write and I write, I study and I study and I write and I write, and then I go through it and I still learn. Yeah. I still learn. And God speaks to me through it. It's just, it's just amazing. Would you just take a minute and just pray
2: for that listener?
1: I Let's just believe that God God has something specific to say to a, a woman right now who's listening.
2: Yeah. Heavenly Father, we just come before you today on behalf of all of the women who are watching this video and hearing this word, Lord, and you know the place that they're in. You know, you see them. You see the circumstances that they're in. You see... Um, All of the things that have created maybe the box that they are sitting in, Lord, it could be trauma. It could be just the voice of the accuser that is coming against them, Lord God. And I just ask you, Father, that you would fill that woman, that you would gird her up, Lord Jesus that you would rise her up to be courageous, Lord Jesus, that something would just start stirring in her soul that does say, yes, I want more. I want the immeasurably more of all that you have for me, God. I want to step out and step beyond all the fear and and the box that is around me right now. And Lord, I just know that you are planting in the women who hear this, you are planting in them um, there. Next assignment, whether it is small and in their house with their family and their kids, whether it's stepping out in church or even quitting a job or something much bigger, Lord, it can be like all different sizes, but God, you know them. And so, Lord, I know that you will give them all that they need to push through that crisis of belief to step out into the places that you have for them so that they can have life and life more abundantly. Lord, we just thank you for who you are. I thank you for Becky and the work that she's done in this study. Lord, we just bless you. And we consider it to be such an honor to be your daughters, your princesses, your warriors in the kingdom. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, I just want to
1: encourage you, listener, when you are done, w- it, w- either whether you're watching the video or you're listening to the podcast or you've heard a clip, if you want to go all in, if you want to just say, Lord, I am all in. I, when, when you shut this off, you just take a moment because this is an exchange that will happen from heaven. And you just be honest with the Lord and just say, here's where I'm at, but I want to be all in. And then you listen and hear what he tells you.
2: Amen.
1: We're going to believe that he gives you the direction. He's going to give you that word. He's going to plant something in your heart. Stacy, thank you so much. What a joy to have you here. (laughs) So fun to be with you, Becky. Yeah, it's just been so
2: good. And bless
1: you, listeners. And uh, thank you again. Bye-bye.
2: Bye-bye.
0: Hey, friend. Are you looking for a new Bible study, either for yourself or for a small group? Courageous Pioneers features four Bible women. Sarah pioneered a nation. Esther pioneered freedom. Hannah pioneered the fresh voice of God, and Deborah pioneered leadership. These women marked and blazed the trail for you to follow. Be inspired and challenged to leave your comfortable spaces to follow God's voice and fulfill your God-given purposes. Follow the link to my website and be ready for a new God adventure.